You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter number 5, verse nine through, verses 9 through 11. Last week, we talked about the right connections. Will you say that? The right connections. Amen. Of course, it was Relationship Sunday, and there were some points I wanted to get to you, so I had to stop midstream, or I, didn't, I wasn't able to give you all the information with the time that I taught, so I want to get the rest of those to you on today. Amen. Glory to God. Then to remember this particular teaching uh, stems from our teaching or series that we have been doing on the past few weeks. We have been talking about being unified in purpose. Will you say that? Being unified in purpose, being one as a body of believers. Remember, any church that has been established by God, that their, their mission or their goal, or it should be in, within their vision to reach other people. And as I stated earlier, as disciples of Jesus, Jesus tells us that we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. So as believers of Jesus, collectively, our goal, our mission is to live in such a way that it would cause other people to ask, what must I do to be saved? See, that's how the disciples lived. They lived in such a way that people inquired of them before you can even ask them, do you know Jesus? I can look at your life and tell that there's something distinctively different about you than everybody else. And that's what makes the difference. So as a body of believers, our job is to win the world for Jesus. And the church said, amen, if you believe that. But here, last week, we talked about the right connections. And again, I've given you context as to why the Apostle Paul is writing the church at Corinth in this particular letter. Letter Again, there were some issues going on within the church. There were those who were not concerned about a young man who slept with his father's wife. And the reason why there were those that was not concerned, because they were dibbling, dabbling themselves. But there's always a body of believers who love God. And that doesn't mean that they never miss it. But their intentions, their purpose is to live in such a way that it brings glory to God. Amen. But the apostle goes on to say how a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Just a little bit of foolishness can be infectious. So as believers, we want to make sure that if I'm going to be contagious, it's going to be in a positive way. Boy, this is good already. So, But I, I want to uh, share something with you. And we talked about being connected to the right people. And one of the things we have to understand is uh, everybody that loves Jesus is not mature. So there are some of us who are still maturing. We, are you here? So, uh, and those who are still maturing or still carnal, those of us who are trying to um, walk upright, you know, there should be a distance in between because Christians uh, sometimes can be our downfall. Other Christians, that's what we're going to see here. Now, the world, our job is to minister to them, and there are influences in the world. So not only should we uh, want to be a light to those, but we also have to be wary, excuse me, carry of those who are on the inside who are infectious in a negative light. Boy, I wish I were. Well, you, you were looking at me as if these are my words, but these are the words of our Lord through the apostle. Will you look at, let's look at this verse, uh, chapter 
5 of 1 Corinthians, verse number 9. As a matter of, yeah, let me read verses 9, 10, and 11. Are you ready? Will y'all help me read? You here? Say it loud like I'm saved and I'm proud. Say, I'm here, Pastor. Amen. Ready? Let's read. In the letter that I wrote you, I told you not to associate with immoral people. Hold on. With immoral people. Last week, I gave you some synonyms for that. Unethical people. Unprincipled Christians. Dishonest Christians. Unscrupulous Christians. Verse 10. Now that I did, now I did not mean pagans who are immoral or greedy or thieves or who worship idols. To avoid them, you have to completely get out of the world. What I meant was... You should not associate with a person who calls himself a believer, but is immoral or greedy or worship idols or is a slanderer, a drunkard, a thief. Don't even sit down to eat with such a person. Do you see this? Now, what the Apostle Paul is saying now, he's not telling us that we should not love our brothers and sisters. No, we're supposed to love our brothers and sisters. But just because you are a believer does not mean that I have to associate with people who are not good for me. And that's one of the things we have to understand. There are a lot of good people, but everybody's not good for me and a common mistake among people. You know, there's a reason why Jesus or the word of God says a righteous man chooses his friends carefully. There's a reason why he says that, because the wrong person can derail your destiny. Being connected to the wrong person can cause you to abort your God-giving destiny. So we have to watch out for destiny derailers. Will you say that? Destiny derailers. Turn me back up again just a little bit. But the Apostle Paul, notice he said, I think the traditional King James says not to keep company. And I gave you um, the meaning of that last week. And it simply means uh, to mingle, mingle together with. And it carries the idea of habitual intercourse with a person. Don't have habitual intercourse. Now that word intercourse is just not relative to sexual relations, but it also means connections. Don't have habitual connections with the wrong people inside the kingdom. <laughs> Notice intercourse. I said this last week. We have to make sure who we intercourse or direction or ways or routes with. In other words, before you take a journey with someone, know the direction that they are traveling. Before you take a journey with him, before you go on a journey with her, know the direction. Why? Because you may not like where you end up. And most oftentimes we travel with people, have no idea where they're headed. So we are disappointed when we get to where we thought. Don't associate with unethical people. Psalm 26, 4 says this. I don't sit with deceitful or unethical Worthless men, nor seek companionship with pretenders, self-righteous hypocrites. Do you see this? I do not sit with deceitful, unethical men. See, you, whatever you succumb to, you become. Whatever you succumb to, you become. So whatever I agree with, connect to, I become that very, that's why the scripture says, he who walk with wise men shall be wise. Then he tells uh, um, in another passage that, you know, we are not to make friends with the angry person or a bitter person lest I learn their ways. 
not just the, the, the point is this you whoever you connect with you become that very thing oh well just like I can if I connect with the angry man to become angry if I connect with a happy man a happy man woman guess what that's why he says be not deceived bad company will corrupt good habits again listen being a loving and forgiving Christian doesn't mean that you have to hang out with people who bring peer pressure into your life. And a lot of times, it's other Christians that are bringing peer pressure into our lives. We become, uh, I need to say that again, the very thing that we succumb to. Say this, one wrong connection can, re can derail my destiny. I want, to, I want that to resonate because it's, it's, it's the people oftentimes that we're connected to that are the reason behind why we are not where we are supposed to be. And listen, no man is an alum to himself. Every successful man, had there had to be other people involved. So we need people, but it's the right people that we have to. Pastor, inform me because if I'm informed, I can be transformed. Give me some information. And let me tell you something, people who are topsy-turvy, it, and it's not that they're unintelligent. They just come off as being unintelligent because they don't know. So we just act out because I, I, don't, I, I don't know. That's why, you know, even for people who are frustrated, you're frustrated because you don't know. But once you get the information, it relieves you of the frustration because now I know. You ever tried to figure something out and you got frustrated? Then you just finally decided to look in your glove compartment and get the owner's manual? And it relieved all of that frustration. Why? Because now I have some information. You remember when you used to put toys together and you got frustrated? But then the Holy Spirit, as they say, passed out about three hours. The Holy Spirit said, get the owner's manual. And when you read the book, one wrong connection can derail your destiny. And see, a, a, a tendency among Christians is we unconsciously tend to connect to people's personality. Listen now. We connect to their personality. But what we got to realize is I'm not connecting to your personality. I'm connecting to your character. See, we connect to the personality because we, she funny. She hilarious. She's a people person. But see, you can be funny and still have some unethical ways about yourself. So just because you make me laugh doesn't mean I need to take this journey with you. What is your character like? boy. <laughs> so say this, I have to consider people's character. Yeah, consider their character. See, why do I need to do that? Because the character of a person is what defines that person. You should know a tree by the fruit that it produces. So character is what defines you. It's what people see in you. Watch people. If, again, before I take this journey, let me watch her. Is she faithful? Is he consistent? Because if, if he's undisciplined and I connect with him, guess what? I'm going to be undisciplined. If he's a liar and I connect with him, I will start lying. If she's trifling and I connect with her, guess what? I have the potential of becoming trifling. If she's mischievous, if she's uh, undermining, conniving, if she's stingy, but if, he, but if he's a giver, oh, boy. Do you... Do the people, or ask yourself this, do people see my faith in what I do? Do they see my faith in what I do? Is your character reflected in how you serve in the kingdom of God? Notice we're talking about being 
connected to those on the inside because every every connection is vital to where God is leading that particular house. And if I'm disconnected, then, then here, here go a part that's not doing its share because I'm disconnected. So every relationship on the inside is vital. So I want to look at his character. He ain't never at service. I mean, I can't connect with you because I enjoy coming and getting fed. Okay. She's always slandering. I can't connect with you. I don't like talking bad about people. I like whatever thing, everything that come, out, come out of my mouth. It edifies those who hear. That's the path I choose to take. Not, oh boy, there's a reason why God is on this. Because he wants us to slow down, pay attention to the messages that has been going forth. Because what he's trying to get us to do is purge out all of those toxic relationships whereby we can begin to see those who are actually beneficial and healthy for me. So, but I can't see the good as long as I'm attached to the bad. Oh, better. Let me, let me show you something. Better. Notice we said, watch the character. This is Proverbs 28, 6. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than he who is crooked and two-faced though he is rich. Notice, I'd rather walk with a man who can't buy my lunch but has integrity than the one who can buy my lunch, but they messy, they gossip, they trifling. See, that, <laughs> watch out for those con, C-O-N, connections. What, do you, what are the con connections? Those who try to buy my friendship, purchase my love, because there's some hidden agendas. Notice we're talking about connections. You, you have this kind of stuff in the church. No, I'm good. Come on, Crystal. Come on. It's on me. I got you. See, we need to use wisdom. Choose your friends carefully. So I say no. So next Sunday, oh, you bought me a Starbucks gift card. Oh, thank you. I'm still not going. The, oh, the next week. Oh, here go a $50 Macy's gift card. Oh, oh, you shouldn't have, but I take it. I'm still not going. So, so they keep trying to con until they wear you down. Week number three, here go a Burger King uh, certificate. Oh, girl, let's go. Now they got you. <laughs> so you got to use wisdom. Burger King. You said take me to the king. <laughs> let, let me say something. You cannot keep a clean reputation hanging around messy people. You can listen, and, and you may be straight up, but or cool. You you know what I mean? Like uh, be a great person, but birds of a feather. People see people still are gonna define you by your associations. I don't do that. We know you don't, but 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 I mean, guilty by association. So last week we talked about. Listen, don't get bitter. Get better. So last week, last week, the first point we said, we talked about, you know, a lot of people fail to evaluate. We fail to evaluate. Now, let me say this. Some connections are more contaminating than they are compatible. They're more contaminating than they are compatible. And we have to be able to distinguish one, someone that I'm compatible with opposed to somebody who's contaminating for me. Because when, when I'm used to living a certain way based upon the word of God and I no longer do those things, I need to watch my surroundings. 
when I used to enjoy worship, when I used to enjoy, enjoy praying, when I used to enjoy kingdom, and now I don't. Look at your surroundings because there are some cons. And let me tell you, those con connections, they'll do whatever you want till they get you on the hook. Yeah. That's why it's often camouflaged. Because if I told you my intentions, you wouldn't give me the time of the day. But if I can be smooth in my words. See, and what gets me is the Christians, they never see the devil coming at them. They always can see it going to other people. Girl, watch out now. The, the, devil, the devil's about three miles away. How close in proximity is he to you? When, uh, you need to listen to this. Whenever we choose to hold on to relationships that has expired, they become toxic. Whenever we choose to hold on to relationships that expired, you know, like everything has an expiration date. Some further than others, but nonetheless, see, in the sense I'm saying, it, some friends are going to expire being your time is up. Then some are there until the long haul, until they really expire. Because, you, you know, some connections are going to be there. But again, you have to know who gets on, who gets off. Everybody is not in my life for the long haul. You were good three years ago. But I matured and you didn't. So I, I need to keep moving. I, don't, I can't remember who said this, but uh, someone said this. You don't need a certain number of friends, just a number of friends you can be certain of. See, you don't need a whole lot of friends, but I know who are my friends, those who are truly my friends. See, you don't need a whole, let me say it another way. You don't need a whole lot of connections. You just need the right connections. Well, that was good. You don't need a whole lot of connections, just the right connections. Because you can plug into a whole lot of outlets, but if they're not connected or got the power. Oh, I was, I was looking over some stuff and I said this, and apparently I said it some years ago, but I think I said this, I think it was maybe 2014. We're talking about connections, right? Listen to this. Nothing will change around you until something changes from within you. Oh, boy, that was. Did you hear that? So nothing will change around me. So I can talk about all about the connection I want to. But it's not until something changes from within that I'm going to begin to make sure that I have the right people around me. Boy, are you here? So nothing will change around me until something changes from what? Within me. So in order for me to get rid of the bad connections, I have to do it self-introspection and realize you're good for me, you're not. You're good for me. Any, many, many, go. Any, many, many, go. That's how you have to do. Any, many, many. Uh, why, why I got to be go? And why he pointed me? It's the people you're around. It's the people you're around. See, when you're around the right people, Pastor, I know you're just doing an illustration. I'm not affected by that. But see, when you hang around ne negative, toxic people, girl, you know Pastor said you got to go. <laughs> Again, you can tell who that one is by this is what they're going to say. This is, this is, I always remember this. It's the, per the person need to go, well, I always say this. What you think about what Pastor says? <laughs> That's the one that you don't need to go, man. 
Now, now, this is how you exit the room. When they say that, don't, don't get belligerent. Just look at them like this. <laughs> girl, girl, you crazy. <laughs> and you get out of there. It's just that serious. <laughs> Listen, look, okay. We, we, number one, we said you have to connect. Y'all don't have this from last week. You have to connect higher when we're talking about forming the right relationship. Number one, you have to do what? Connect higher. In order to go higher, you must connect with people who are higher than you. Number two, we said connect with those who have similar values. Boy, I wish I could go back to that one. That was in uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 6, 14. We said the scripture says don't be unequally yoked with what? Unbelievers. Again, what constitutes an unbeliever is two people who have opposing beliefs. It's not always saved and not saved. It could be two saved people but, but have divergent beliefs. Beliefs going in two different directions. So we're not on, we are unequally yoked. So when it bellies up, no need to be upset because we wasn't on the same plane in the first place. You knew he was that before you got married. You knew she served 15 guys before you got married. So why in the world did you think it was going to work out if she told you she worshipped goats before y'all got together? Because her father was a goat herder. So they worshipped coming to America. That's just, yeah. Well, I'm a movie buff set. Tasha McCain, you got her. She, she, she following me. She know I'm saying. This is a goat herder. Listen, so you want to connect with people who what? Similar, similar values. Boy, then we talked about being booed up. Boy, that was a good one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do this one in one minute. Booed up. We, okay, those of you who are booed up, a, ask yourself these questions. A, ask, <laughs> ask yourself these questions. Somebody looks at this, boo, what, what does that mean? Boo, booed up. Booed up. What, what, what is he talking about? Those who are in a relationship. Okay. Now look, ask yourself, see, ask yourself these questions. Do we both share the same commitment to spiritual growth and to serving God? Do we both share the same commitment to spiritual growth? Okay. I don't want to have to encourage, I don't want to date somebody. I got to encourage to worship the Lord. I got to encourage you. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And then too, don't come because of me. Con. That's, you, you got to know those con connections. Okay. Uh, do we have any sense that, uh, uh, Okay, is, is one of us putting on a facade? Let me put my glasses on. Like, oh, he couldn't see that one. Let me. <laughs> do, we, <laughs> do we both consistently display a desire to honor God in, in this relationship? Listen to what I said. Do we both consistently display a desire to honor God? Consistently. That means I can't slip all the time. <laughs> Boy, it got quiet right there. Uh, go to point three, preacher. Point three. Are we both willing to follow God's direction? Number three, we said this is where we left off. Connect with people who what? Stretch, motivate, and encourage you. Now that works two sides. Being stretched, being encouraged, being motivated has two sides. There is the encouraging side, being, hey, you can do it. That's great. Yes. Then there's the side that when you're not doing what you're supposed to do, they're going to hold you accountable. Are you here? Why are you doing that? You know better than that. Associate yourself with people of good quality, for it is better to be alone than in bad company. That was Booker T. Washington. Oh, my mother's here. Okay, I'm surprised. Hey, mother. Excuse me, y'all. Good to see you. Yeah. I'm glad I was acting good today. Hadn't said one bad word all message. I'm doing good. It was in my spirit not to say that today. It was just, <laughs> God is good. Y'all know, I don't cuss. 
<laughs> get serious. Come on. All right, get serious. Get serious. Get serious. Uh, so we have to connect with people who stretch, motivate, and encourage us. Proverbs 27, 17. Very familiar passage. Just as iron sharpens iron, friends sharpen the, listen, the minds of each other. The person that you're connected to, are they sharpening your mind? In, in other words, Tanya, the people that I connect to, I should be thinking higher now. I should know more now as a result because two are better than one. If I don't know any more after having been connected to you, you're, the, you're a bad connection. I think the King James says, uh, just as iron sharpens iron, uh, one sharpens the countenance. Someone say countenance. In the Hebrew, that simply means the face as an indication of your mood, emotion, or character. So when we connect with people, they affect your mood, your character. Notice what we're talking about? What we talked about today? What didn't we say? I didn't give you the subtopic. We talking about character? Yeah, the subtopic. Y'all didn't know. Oh. Character matters. That's what. That, that's the subtopic. Character matters. The right connections. Character matters. Y'all knew that. Y'all didn't know. There's no mind readers in here. Countenance. N no, notice. So the people that I connect to, ask yourself, has my character changed? Now watch. It's either gonna be for the good or for the bad. And it's for the bad. Guess what? That's a bad connection. If you start doing those things that you don't walked away from as a result of who you're connected to, man, you're affecting my character in the wrong. Who wants friends that's always negative? Ask yourself this. How has my face changed? My mood? Has it changed for the better or the worse as a result of being connected to? So the friends that sharpen us, these are people who are going to be true, organic with me. I don't want friends who see me going astray and because of the connection... See, that's not a real friend anyway. If you see me going wrong and you don't warn me and we got to stop being afraid. You know, some people like those connections because I, I ain't necessarily really ready to, you know, I want somebody to tell me to pacify what I'm doing. Proverbs 27, 5 and 6 says this. Better is an open reprimand of loving correction than love that is hidden. In other words, I'd rather you to tell me the truth. Then to know what to tell me, but you don't say anything. Faithful, listen to this. Faithful are the wounds of a friend who corrects out of love and concern. Do y'all see this? See, a real friend, even though it may hurt, they can tell me the truth. Not just think it. Tell me. But the kisses of an enemy are deceitful because they serve what his hidden agenda. That's that con connection. See, I got a hidden agenda, so I'm not going to be. So number four, you connect with people who have a thirst for knowledge. I'll try to get you this in three minutes. We connect with people who have a what? Y'all talk to me. Connect with people who have a thirst for knowledge. Life is about learning, growing, advancing. That's what life is about, learning, growing, and advancing. So we have to connect with people who we can learn from. Notice we just seen irons, excuse me, iron sharpens the mind of another. So if iron sharpens iron, because we are friends and because of that connection, I know more now as a result of being connected with you. Hmm. And, and we can't be afraid to connect with people who know more. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Here's the thing about having the right people. The right people in your life. See, here, here, this is when you know you connect to the right people. You see growth and development. Do you see growth as a result of being in this relationship? How, how, how much more have you matured and developed as an individual as a result of being connected to? Hmm. 
What's the last book suggesting your friend? Matter of fact, what book are you reading now? Man, I, I, I would be carrier friends who don't read. No, for real, that, that, that go a nugget. What book are you reading now? Uh, Joshua, outside of the Bible. That, no, Bible's first and most for the believer, but what, what other things have you read relative to your personal growth and development? May I suggest three books? <laughs> I do it at the end. I know three good books right now that I could mention. One of the books I'm reading now is called Mindset by Carl Dweck, The New Psychology of Success, Mindset. See, when that mind changes, when that internal changes everything else on the outside, are you connected to someone who can offer you information that will help you with the path you're on? Connect with someone who have answers. Hmm. Proverbs 1.15, excuse me, Proverbs 1 verse 5, the wise will hear and increase their learning. And the person of understanding will acquire wise counsel and the skill, listen to this, to steer his course wisely and lead others to the truth. Do you hear that? Is it up? The wise will hear and increase their learning and the person of understanding will acquire wise counsel and the skill. So I, I want to connect with people who are learned in a certain field because that tells me, you know, a little something about this. <laughs> Someone who coaches me or counsels me. I want someone who is skilled, trained in this area. Oh, yeah. That's why, Pastor, we, if we're not continuous, we always learning something extra to getting something in this, certified in this or that. Why? Because the better we get, the better we can be of service to you. <laughs> Thank God for being called, but you need some information, too. I wanted to be trained in the word. Are you here? Now, that's a double threat. Are you here? Number five, connect with people who can bring balance in areas where you are weaker. And number six, connect with people who understand mutuality. So let me go over number five. Number five, what's number five? Connect with people who can bring balance in areas where you are weaker. What's number five? What's number five? And I'm done. Number five, say it loud. Okay, I want, I want you to sound serious this time. Connect with people who are, who can bring balance in areas where you are weaker. Th this is what that means. Connect with people who are emotionally, who are emotionally stable. See, those of us who are emotionally stable, we're not moved by circumstances. We don't get topsy-turvy. We just don't react. No, let's think this thing through. Calm down. Slow down. We got information. Only reason you ought to be fearful is because you don't know. But when you got information, slow down. Huh. See, these are the people who can pick you up when you don't feel so high. Pick you up when you feel. But someone who's emotionally unstable, they're a threat to themselves. And sometimes we connect to people because we didn't do our due diligence who are emotionally unstable. And every time something happens now, you panic. You didn't panic when you were connected to Pastor T. You didn't panic when you and Crystal were connected. But now, mm, in other words, I want to connect with people who are, see, people who can bring balance. These are the people who are dependable. Let me Listen to this. Notice I said connect with people who can bring balance in areas where you are weaker. These are the people who are going to be there for you. I think, was that you that said, used the word purpose partners? Oh, who said that? These are people who, that, that, that are, that are going to assist me. Because let me tell you, when, when you're purposing to do the right thing and you, you're going to have people talk about you, 
you think you're better than. No, it's not that. I'm just very careful in who I connect to. I don't think I'm better. I'm just cautious. See the difference? Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Two are better off than one because together they can work more effectively. If one of them falls down, the other can help him up. But if someone is alone and falls, it's just too bad because they are in no help. They are no help to him. If it is cold, two can sleep together and stay warm. He's talking about married people right now. <laughs> now just, just put a little married. Just put when we are married right here. Just, just put a little. You know, because people use this. Listen, I'm cold. And the Bible says, <laughs> when I'm cold. <laughs> You will keep me warm. <laughs> All the sleeping folk just woke up. Oh, yeah, girl. Girl, he going in. He bringing it home. <laughs> it, is, it is cold. If it is cold, two can sleep together and stay warm. But how can uh, you warm, keep warm by yourself? Verse 12, two people can resist an attack. That would defeat one person alone. A rope made of three cords is hard to break. Think about who's that person for you that can do that for you. Who's that person? Who is your accountability connection? And can you do the same for them? And the last one is connect with people who understand mutuality. This is found in Luke 6.31, God's word. And, and let me say this. If you're spending time with someone who don't put in any effort, who makes everything about them, who makes you do things on their terms only, that's a bad connection. When it's one-sided, that's a bad connection. Do for other people, do you see this? Everything you want them to do for you. See, that's, that's the right connection. That's mutuality. I'm doing for you the exact thing that I would want you to do for me. And when your life or when you live by this rule, you'll never be disappointed. What rule? do unto others as you would have others to do unto me. Because despite how other people do, you, because if you live by this rule, even when they're not nice, you're going to be nice because if I'm so nice, guess what? Nice have to come back. Hmm. And when you find friends, just let's just go over this. When you find friends who are there for you, that's a good sign that you're connected to the right people. But if I, can, if I go back and look at all my friends and I can't, hmm, they don't bring balance. I'm not growing as a result of them. They never, they, they never encourage me. They never motivate me. Every, matter of fact, every time I want to launch out, they give me tw 20 reasons why I shouldn't. Hmm. And we have no similar values spiritually, morally. And, and, and I said this before. Let me tell you something. The people you're connected to, they affect your spirituality. You, they affect you emotionally, physically, even financially. If you hang around people who are frugal, you'll find yourself wondering, where has all my resources gone? Hmm. And if you can't look at any of your friends and say, hey, man, I'm thinking higher. I'm excelling as a result of them. Rest assured, you are connected to the wrong people. In conclusion, take some time to evaluate your relationships. And all who do not meet the criteria above time to let them go and these are the words of our lord and jesus bad company will corrupt good habits notice the, the wrong person would think god is trying to cause a separation among me and my 
No, he's just trying to cause the right connection to take place. He wants me to see that this person is not good for me. And in order for me to get to where I need to be, I need to be connected to the right person. R remember, the wrong person can, re can derail your destiny. So I want you to start looking for destiny derailers. These are people who get me off the course that I know I should be on. So I have to be careful. And again, there are a lot of good people, but everybody's not good for me. And we have to learn how to distinguish who's good for me and who's bad for me. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.